0: You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. This is Brandon Bishop Welcome to the Brandon Bishop Podcast It is May uh, Uh May 8th 2020 I'm sitting here with a nice breeze Coming through my window here I got this new fern This fern is like The biggest afro you've ever seen in your life This thing is like Tina Turner 1987 hair It's crazy. This fern is enormous. I got this other plant who I call Reggie. And by the way, the new fern, my kid named Ferris, the fern philanthropist for some reason. Um, It's a fitting name because he's taking over the house and he kind of imposes his will. It's a big fern. So what I'm getting at, though. There's a dishwasher running in the background. My cat is down here by my feet, so she's going to start meowing any moment. You never know what kind of sounds are going to come through this window. Uh, It could be dipshits booming their bass music. It could be kids playing. It could be be my neighbors yelling at each other because they hate each other. Uh, It could be anything. So it's going to be an interesting uh, anything-goes type episode of the Brandon Bishop Podcast, and I really appreciate you coming in and uh, making yourself at home. You kicked your feet you kicked your feet up on my on my on my little ottoman there didn't you? You hear that? That's a breeze coming through the window. It's windy, man. My fern is going crazy. It could fall off and shatter into a million fern pieces. Who knows? I have no idea what's going to happen on this. I have an actual uh itinerary this time, not like last week where I just said, "Fuck it, I'm have no idea what I'm doing." So I'm going to call my mom, which <laughs> is, you know, That always works. I had no problem with last week's episode, actually. I listened back and just to make sure everything was working and good, and the levels were good, and you know what? They were, and I love talking to my mom. So uh, I might call her again today. Why not? I'll do whatever the hell I want to. Actually, I got a friend I'm going to call here in a little bit if he decides to answer, Uh, my buddy Ankeet Shukla. uh, He's an author, and he's also in the healthcare industry, so he wanted to share some stories about stuff uh, the meat episode, the meat portion of this episode is all going to be It's going to be a little bit of a different type of thing We're going to do a couple of top fives We're going to do the top five awesome things about 2020 so far And on the flip side, we're going to do the top thing Top, the top five uh, awful things So awesome and awful um, Yeah, things about 2020 so far Speaking of uh, top five though uh, if you haven't subscribed yet to the Brandon Bishop YouTube page called Life of Brian. I'm uh, Life of Brian. Oh, my God, Brandon. I just had a big bowl of chili, so that may be something else you hear in the background. A little bit up. And a little bit up. a little bit of. Poo. Yeah, all that's going to happen because uh, I had a nice big bowl of chili. I'm going on a super diet here. But the YouTube page is called Life of Brandon. Which is a play on Life of Brian by Monty Python, but Life of Brandon. Look it up. There's a picture of me with both hands on my head with a gray hat on that says "Swifty" on it uh, because I'm <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, yeah, so look that up. There's a new show called Top Five with Brandon and Brandon, who my son's also name is Brandon because I'm selfish. And I. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We're just trying, like, new foods. Not new foods. We're trying, like, fast foods, boxed foods, garbage foods. And uh, ranking them one to five We've done macaroni and cheese, french fries, chicken strips Apples um, <clears throat> Yeah, we got all kinds of I got a, like a freezer full of TV dinner pasta Like spaghetti and meatball TV dinners I'm not looking forward to that at all Because honestly, I'm I'm going to try to stay positive, okay Because I right now Is the last day Of the bullshit For me, personally No more Effing bullshit and I'm putting it out there On the life of Brandon show It's going to be a show called holy shit I'm fat And it's just going to be me Eating right exercising Trying to figure out how to do this thing without spending a ton Of money and a ton of time And just doing doing it right I I have to do this right I'm 265 Pounds right now I'm 265 Pounds right now My ideal weight is 215 Okay so I have like 50 Effing pounds to lose And I know it's going to turn me into a grumpy son of a bitch Because I've done this before I've been 280 pounds before And I got down to 196 And I did that just because I got motivated I got focused I got determined And nobody could stop me at that point Nobody could I have to get back to that I have to get in that zone again So I'm holding myself accountable by doing this YouTube show And I'm putting it out there on Here as well, the Brandon Bishop podcast, so I'll give you updates and that'll be a new little segment of what's going on But here's the first one, I'm 265 pounds, I'm a big fat piece of shit right now and I'm not fucking happy I don't feel good, I don't look good, and I'm just, honestly, everything is spiraling at this point Everything from finances to emotions to, you name it man, I don't fucking feel good it takes me like even just an extra effort just to get on here and do this podcast, which is basically me sitting on my ass for an hour talking about things. <sighs> so, yeah, this next couple of weeks, I'm telling you, it's going to be a bitch. <laughs> I, I remember trying to lose weight, in, you know, a couple of and I've tried to do this time and time again. I wanted to do a TV show for a side TV, which, by the way, you can get a Sci TV, which is my television network, just like Netflix, just like Hulu, just like Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, all that shit. You can watch it. It's only five bucks a month, less than that cup of coffee you had this morning. Thankfully, coffee's still on my diet. But uh, yeah, go get a side TV. But I was going to do a show for a side TV called 100 Days to Live. And I was going to try to lose, you know, everything I needed to lose in 100 days and do it right and do it healthy. I lost some weight and then I failed and I gained it all back and then 10 pounds more. And then with this, you know, I'm not going to blame it on the quarantine, but, uh, you know, I've gained 15 pounds since this fucking quarantine shit started. I was 250 when it started. So I'm not fucking happy at all with myself. I'm a happy guy. I'm not depressed. I'm not want to kill myself. None of that shit. I'm just not fucking happy. I'm very, very embarrassed. I don't want to be out of the house. I don't want to wear T-shirts. It's to that point right now. So uh, help me, okay? Cheer me along. Hold me accountable. And uh, by talking about it on this podcast and doing the YouTube show, I'm going to uh, hopefully hold myself accountable. And you as well can hold me accountable. So I would highly appreciate it. Uh, So there's that Go to uh, YouTube Look up Life of Brandon Or just type in like There's a lot of shows on there There's like Pop Goes to Brandon Which is my Funko Pop show Yes I'm a 46 year old man Who collects Funko Pops Don't judge me Uh, There's Driving and Bitching Which is a little thing I do with my dash cam In the car Lots of fun Just did a couple of them today (coughs) Corona Um, And then there's uh, Go There Eat That Which is from Asai TV There's Alone in the Dark Which is from Asai Paranormal Uh, This is my paranormal show And my food travel shows uh, there's also, uh, geez, man, there's the good news, which is the opposite of this podcast. <laughs> this, this podcast is my outlet to bitch and moan and complain about things and call people out. The good news is nothing but uplifting, happy, heartwarming, goofy, funny, bullshit story. Not bullshit, but, uh, you know, stories like that. Um, so there's that. There's two shows uh, trying to get me to like... Genres of music that I don't like Rap music, I fucking hate rap music, country music I don't like country music So I have a show called Make Me Like Rap And a show called Make Me Like Country So lots of interesting things And there's more than that too There's short films and there's uh, the top five With my kid that I just told you about So lots of kind of of lots cool stuff on there And then there's um, Holy Shit I'm Fat Which is going to come out in a few weeks I'm not going to air the first one while I still look like that Because that's just It's embarrassing as fuck, okay? It's really not okay at this point. It's like I'm showing my gut hanging over my cock, basically. I'm not showing my cock. and, and you know, I, I probably should say I am showing my cock because then the subscribers would just go like a million in a day, literally. They'd be sending me plaques every week because of you know my, my cock and balls because everybody wants to see that shit. Trust me, you don't right now. It's not pretty. It's uh... <laughs> and, and you never know how bad you look. Uh, there's two times that you know how bad you look. One, when you're shirtless on camera and you're showing people your massive gut. And two, when you're trying on clothes at Kohl's or something. in those mirrors with the lighting. No, it's not okay. Oh, God. Anyway, so welcome to the <laughs> Brandon Bishop Podcast. <laughs> hey, at least I'm trying, okay? I'm trying. I'm going to do this this time. And I need your help. I need your support. I need your motivation. I need you to hold me accountable, so... Let's get to the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. As if 2020 wasn't stupid enough, now we have murder hornets. Okay, people. <laughs> <laughs> stop it already. Just stop it. No, I'm not talking about... Uh, you know, just I'm not talking about stopping... Uh not you in general <laughs> stop stop buying into this shit that 's what I mean. Stop it just fucking stop it um they 're not called murder hornets, okay that is a media thing to scare the shit out of you, and apparently it works uh listen people they're called giant japanese hornets okay that's what their the real name is or they some of them call them chinese hornets they 're an asian hornet they're big, yes, the sting's hurt. Yes, they uh, wipe out colonies of honeybees. They're not acclimated to live in this country. Not anytime soon, okay? They found some dead ones. Dead ones in the Pacific Northwest. Dead ones. They're not flying around in the country right now, okay? They were probably shipped over here, and they died when they got into our, into our uh, atmosphere, into our environment, into our climate. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. So stop it, okay? Yes, they're scary, but they've been around forever, okay? You know how many people they've killed in Asia, all of Asia? 50. 50 people in all of Asia. Do you know how many people are in Asia? A lot more than there are over here. So stop with the murder hornet stuff, unless you want to call a minor league baseball team that or some ska punk band or something. Great names, murder hornets. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, the murder hornets. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, we are the murder hornets! This one's gonna be called Fuck You Sting You in the Butt. Yeah, Murder Hornets. Okay, you get the point. It's a great name. <laughs> and hopefully in a year on Facebook memory it'll be a joke that we all play on ourselves because if you're afraid of that, then you're not you're not you're not watching the media with an <laughs> with that question everything mentality, okay? Stop it Just freaking stop it That is a social media story That probably got picked up Yes, they found one A dead one In C- in uh, Washington State And it's, people just ran with it For fuck's sake Okay uh, So we're going to talk about that A little bit later too uh, In the meat of this episode Which is the top five Awful things And the top five Amazing things That have happened So far In the first Five some odd months Of 2020 Uh, let's see here. Uh, a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about. Joe Biden's sex scandals. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. UFOs, we're going to talk about that later. Um, here's something I want to talk about, people, real quick. You know, these, everyone's clamoring for masks. Some people are, uh, some businesses are making it mandatory to wear a mask. You... I do realize that 90% of these masks, and that's what I've heard from just basic research on several different sources. You can look it up yourself. 90% of these masks are not going to help you whatsoever. You know that, right? I mean, unless you're trying to rob a bank and you don't want to be seen, then, yeah, by all all means, wear the mask. Uh, It's a good idea. But these fucking masks that people are making in their houses, they're not doing anything. They're not. You know what they are doing? They're giving people respiratory problems because you're inhaling your exhale. You're not supposed to do that. You inhale the oxygen. You exhale the, oh, fuck. I failed science class. You exhale the other stuff. And then, but with the mask on, it's blocking it and putting it back. Dude. Not to mention it's hard to breathe and people are going to be short of breath. You can't get a full breath. Not to mention they're not comfortable whatsoever unless you figured out how to make one comfortable. Somebody sent me a bunch of them and I couldn't wear any of them because, one, my nose is too big, my head's too big, and, two, I couldn't fucking breathe in the thing. So I'm seeing them everywhere, and I get it. They're doing they're doing the just-in-case thing, quote, just-in-case, end-quote thing. And I get that. You have to do that because you love your family. You love your you'll just you have to you have to be careful I get it that's what everyone's telling you to do just like back in the day everyone said that Jesus existed hmm just in case I better be good so I don't go to hell just in case I better wear this mask so I don't dude they're not doing anything they don't stop what is coming in your face if there is a thing that's coming into your face okay I don't believe the numbers I don't believe the death numbers or the the case numbers. More people die of the normal flu. More people die of respiratory infections than that on any given base. I think they're tweaking the numbers, and why wouldn't they? Because the fear campaign has worked. Because I walk around and everyone's wearing masks. There's still no hand sanitizer on the fucking shelves, which pisses me off because I've been a a, a proponent of hand sanitizer my entire goddamn life, and now I can't even fucking get any. I had to make some at home, thankfully. I know how to do that, and it's good, and I just refilled my bottles today, so... But I've been doing that shit for decades. Now that it's, you know, a cool thing to be a germaphobe, I can't get any fucking hand sanitizer. Assholes. But even that, your body, listen, your body needs germs to build up your immune system. They it you can't sanitize everything. You can't you can't be 100% sanitized or it's not healthy for you. Okay, and I'm not a doctor, okay? Don't take my word for anything more than a grain of salt. But goddamn, I know for a fact that your body needs germs, like George Carlin said, to practice on. You have to have a healthy immune system, and that's how you do it. Because as soon as you come around a time when you can't be sanitized and some mega germ is going to hit you, you're, your ass is done for because you got a weak-ass immune system. So I'm not worried about my immune system. I'm sick two days a year, two Every single year And that is it And it's already happened this year (sighs) Anyways What else is going on Oh fuck Uh, Protesters What are you trying to accomplish Yes we all want to get back to work We all want to get on the road Pointing fingers at myself And start filming more episodes of different TV shows And new TV shows And get, get going again Of course we do but, quote, just in case, end quote, let's just fucking get this over with and do it by their timelines. You're not helping anything. Okay. Then again, they're starting to reopen everything. I mean, almost everything. Still having trouble getting Funko Pops. I got some at Target today. I mean, Amazon's still around, but yeah. My Funko Pop collection is out of control. It's like way over $2,000 worth. Funko Pops little vinyl painted figures That look like things that I love In a white box Yeah it's getting out of control man It's a whole like a, a whole wall I have of them It's insane um, I have a Funko Pop show called Pop Goes to Brandon On that Life of Brandon YouTube page So go check it out I'll show you my whole collection Lots of episodes of that already up Because I have to do it for my house What else am I going to do? Podcast every day? I'd be bored You'd be bored of me you wouldn't listen to this every day That's why I get big numbers, because, not big numbers, but I get good numbers, because I only do it once a week. So you have to wait. You have to wait. Not like Netflix, where they're just going to put out the whole series out there. I'm not going to do one every day for you. Sorry. I know you're begging me to. You're like, Brandon, please, 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 Brandon, give us an episode daily. No, 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 no. How many hours are in a day? Okay, cut that in half, 12 hours, uh, six episodes a day, please because we need it. I know I know that's what's going on in your mind right now. I know that's a lot of that going around. But I'm not going to do it. Got to wait for it. Okay. Uh what else is going on? Uh Fox News versus OAN, One American News. So that's going to be like a new feud. <laughs> like can we hope in this feud that they both die? I mean that. I OAN can fuck. It's like the radical version of Fox News and Fox News is already radical and dumb enough. Nobody watches either fucking one of them. Their demographics are like 60 and 70 and (sighs) (laughs) 80-year-olds. Oh, and stupid people. Don't forget the stupid people, the Alex Jones fans out there, and the Rush Limbaugh fans out there, and the Glenn Beck fans out there. Yeah, those are called stupid people that listen to those shows, if you believe anything that these motherfuckers are telling you. And that goes for CNN, too, and MSNBC, and all of the other ones, but especially OAN. Goodness. So, yeah, let's hope there's a a massive war where they actually take up arms. They go to each other's headquarters. They burn the places down and they kill each other. I mean that. You can't say that, Brandon. You can't wish death upon anybody. I'm not wishing death on people. I'm wishing death on business. Anyway, especially uh, stupid businesses. But speaking of business, uh, Asai TV, I already talked to you about a a a little bit Uh, We're still working on getting it back on the streaming platforms, which is like uh, Roku and Amazon Fire and Apple TV. Uh, Mike, my buddy who I've interviewed on here before, is uh, working on it. And I think we're almost ready to go. A couple weeks, hopefully. Still got a lot of bugs because we demand a whole new system. And he wasn't ready for it, but he's getting ready for it and he's building it. And uh, let's hope that uh, it's coming out real soon where you can just go to any of those platforms click on a side TV and watch it in your living room or wherever you're at. Also available on your phone or on your computer at a So yeah, let's look forward to that. And that's my product. And here is another goofy product that I would like to share with you. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. Okay, this is the dumbest product placement I've ever done But my cat means a lot to me I've had her for almost 15 years now Yes, almost 15 years now She still plays like a kitten And I've never seen her crazier Or more committed to a toy Than the one that I just got her There's this place in town called Raw uh, I'm sorry, um, Republic of Paws It's a little mom and pop shop here that does pet stuff Mostly dog stuff Which kind of pisses me off a little bit Because, you know, cats rule, dogs drool Um, and uh but I got this little like catnip cigar. It's called Yao cigar. Uh what, where the hell is it? It's got to be right next to her. She's down here by my feet. So anyways, it's just it looks like a little cigar and it's filled with catnip and I don't know what kind of catnip is in this shit, but this messes her up, man. She is like she's in another world. She's zoned. She's gone after playing with this thing. She turns into like a 7-week-old kitten when she's playing with this thing. So if you can find it, maybe look it up on Amazon, whatever, eBay, whatever it is. Uh, it's called Yeow uh, Catnip, like Y-E. Hang on. Stay right there. I'm not going to pause it. Cat, what you do with your toy? Seriously, you have it all the time. Are you sleeping on it? Let me look in here. Nope, I pissed her off. Okay, here it is. <coughs> oh, Excuse me. I'm <laughs> dying over here. Okay, it's called Yeow, Y-E-O-W-W-W-Catnip. And it's from the, uh, uh, what company? Are you, are you going to put a company on there? I guess that's the company. Oh, you can get it at duckyworld.com. Duckyworld.com. Organically grown catnip, 100% filled with Yeow, organically grown catnip. And uh, I know what you're thinking right now. Are you really pitching me a cat toy, Brandon? Hey, F you, okay? This is my cat. I love my cat. She's like a family member. She's my longest constant, okay? And I've never seen her go crazy. And I know a lot of you cat owners out there will care. The rest of you dog owners or whoever you are, just fast forward. I don't give a damn. You want this? (laughs) I threw it, and she runs to it. Oh, yeah, things are getting serious now. So, anyways, Yao Catnip, you got all the information, duckyworld.com. They didn't pay me to say this. They didn't give me a free one or anything, even though they should. But, uh, yeah, I think one is enough for her. She's hooked. Oh, God. Welcome to the
1: Dungeon of Douches.
0: These people are assholes. Okay, Dungeon of Douche time. I didn't have anybody down. Hello. So I'm going to call my friend Heather. Hi, Heather Hi, Brandon What's shaking, girl? I'm at Target What are you doing at Target?
1: Buying Funko Pop
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about my collection and on the podcast here And it's, uh, oh, by the way, you're on the podcast, so Okay don't say, bad, don't say bad things about Jews or Samoans or anything Or you Or me, oh, especially me I'm Jewish and Samoan, so mm-hmm. I am, only from the waist down I don't know what that means. Anyways I don't have a Dungeon of Douche Recipient I didn't think I thought I wrote somebody Down but I didn't write them down and I can't remember what I had so I'm going to leave it up to you who Is the Dungeon of Douche who Needs to be dragged through the Dark dank rat piss Infested dead bug Everywhere cobweb heaven hallway Chained up by their, their Ankles upside down with Metal clamps which we just grind them tighter And tighter until their feet turn purple And their head is just immersed In like three inches of just Rat shit, water, garbage juice Dumpster, like liquid And uh For the rest of their lives Who deserves it more than anybody? The lady that was freaking out At the door of Starbucks
1: About 15 minutes ago That oh. was having a hissy fit Because they would not let her in the building
0: Why wouldn't they let her in the building?
1: Because it's closed It's only a drive through
0: Oh, it's Starbucks <laughs> I'm thinking Target
1: yeah, Starbucks.
0: Why was she so mad? Was she just, she wanted because to go in? Because
1: she didn't want to have to sit in the line because she was too good to sit in the line. Do you know how many times I've come into Starbucks? She should just let me come in and get my order. Yeah.
0: Okay, so when, can we lump her in with just entitled assholes? Yeah. Okay, so we'll have to get some more chains. Maybe a little, little more rat piss here and there as well.
1: Rat piss was good.
0: In the Dungeon of Douche, yeah. Alright, well that's all I needed you for uh, Entitled assholes uh, People that think they're better than the next person Which most of the time they're way less <laughs>
1: Yeah, I had to wait in the line For Starbucks, she can too
0: Gotcha Well, you have a good time uh, Buying uh, Funko Pops at Target And uh, be safe I'll talk all to right. you later Bye. Bye That's my friend Heather She's kind of the uh, I guess like Director of operations or something like that For a side TV Does a lot of stuff And uh, she has a good brain on her Good brain on her She lives out there in Cincinnati And it's this place in Cincinnati That I just got some Funko Pops from And it I don't know Has anybody heard of Jungle Gyms? I freaking love that place And I know this has nothing to do with the Dungeon of Douche That segment is uh, Over now Um, And my cat's going batshit crazy Underneath my feet So like I said You're going to hear some things in the background You never know what's going to happen on this episode It's going to be Uh, Surprises that I don't even know What's happening at me Happening at me Exactly There's one right there Happening at me That's going to be a new thing Happening at me I'm going to get a shirt that says happening at me Anyways um, Jungle gyms Yeah in Cincinnati Why don't they have one of those In every single state That I need to go to Because I love that place It's like a multifaceted International food market it's it's insane Like every aisle Is a different part Of the world And different countries And different cuisine And everything And then they have Like huge candy places A huge cheese place A huge It's insane in there And then they have Like a huge wall Of Funko Pops They've got You know Like their own little Olive oil store In there It's insane Look it up Jungle Gyms In Cincinnati I can't believe And they, apparently They don't want To franchise it But uh, pretty soon We'll be filming An episode to Go to eat That there Maybe the whole Episode in one place Looking forward to it Uh Oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, (laughs) I'm laughing right now because my cat is fucking high as shit off that cigar already. She's losing her mind. There's got to be a way that you can see what's going on. You need to be able to see between my legs and see what's going on down there. No, 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 not that. Not my cock and balls with my cat. She's losing her shit, and I absolutely love it when she does that. She's, she's, she's a kitten. She's a little kitten in a 15-year-old cat body. Whew. Let's talk about somebody awesome. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Okay, today's Hall of Respect. I talked about this guy on The Good News, which is on the Life of Brandon YouTube channel. And um, I'm going to talk about him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was holding up my phone to read these notes. And I legitimately just dropped it right on my keyboard. And, hey, everything's still going. Though. We're still recording. Perfect. Anyways, uh, Captain Moore in uh, uh, Britain, the UK, England. Uh, he's a World War II uh, vet. And he just turned 100 years old. There's a reason he got something like almost 250,000 birthday cards. Because this guy, I know I'm not supposed to say the word viral anymore because it's so scary. But... This guy has gone viral. He's raised something like $40 million uh, for healthcare workers in, uh, in the UK simply by walking the length of his garden at his house back and forth. It's a big garden. I mean, it's not just like a little garden, but he's 100 years old. He's walking the length of his garden every single day, and people are sending him money to do it, to raise funds for healthcare workers who are, you know, they're, they're the rock stars at this point. That's just the greatest thing ever, dude. He's 100 years old. He's an adorable man. Please look up the story or just watch it on The Good News. If you get the, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Life of Brandon, look for it. Good stuff, man. I mean, if anybody ever deserved to be in the Hall of Respect, it's that guy. The captain, I hope hope he lasts for another 100 years. Actually, no, I don't. That would be awful. Unless they, you know, I mean... I get these little things, these little pop-up messages all the time that says aging, and these little spam emails that say aging is, is uh, optional now. We don't have to worry about aging anymore. We could live to be like 500 years old because of this little pill that cost me nineteen ninety nine. So there's that. Maybe I'll send him some of that so we can have him around for another 100 years. Anyways, welcome to the Hall of Respect, Captain Moore. melt yeah. Come on. Bye, Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail! I'm actually going to do a mail segment this time because I've had a bunch of them. And the funny thing is, is, like you keep sending me a lot of the same questions. Not the same people sending me the same questions, but multiple people sending me the same questions. Some of them are just... I mean, I I, I'm not the funniest guy in the world either I mean, I'm in the top maybe 26 But a lot of your, you know, attempts at humor From some of you is just bad too So I'm not going to say those You know, some are just too dirty Like, you know, I got a question like Would you rather drink piss for a year Or eat shit for five minutes I'm like, what the, why? Why would you, why? Why, What good could come out of me answering that question? Nobody wants to know that Nobody wants to be in that predicament but I managed to scrounge up like seven questions here out of, uh, quite a bit. And, they're, they're, they're doable. They're not great. Some of them are good, but they're, they're doable. Okay. So name three things that you would like to be buried with one, a shovel, <laughs> two dirt, and three, a coffin. No, that's my smart ass answers. Um, Trying to take this question seriously. Uh, That was from Jamie, by the way. Uh, I don't want to be buried, so I'd I'd, I'd like to be melted down and turned into a fucking tree or something or some jewelry or something easy that my kid could carry around and say, I got a piece of my dad with me at all times. Uh, Because it's not going to matter. I'm dead. The lights are out. It doesn't matter what happens to my body. I don't care what I'm buried with. Anything I'm buried with is just a waste at that point. Even a coffin so it's, um, uh, who gives a shit, uh, if it, three things that I'd like, uh, I guess my mom, my kid and my cat, Yeah, it's bury all of us together, whether we're dead or alive, doesn't matter. Let's get it, get, let's get it over with. Question two from Lee, um, biggest sexual turnoff. I think I've answered this before. Um, smelly vaginas. It's, I'm sorry. And I imagine on the flip side of that, smelly balls, you know, um, yeah, it's it's awful. It's the worst thing ever. You get excited, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to get in there. This is amazing. This is really happening. Oh my god, this is going to be so good." And then, <laughs> and I understand you have cycles. You have pro, you know, things that happen that I don't understand because why would I? I get that, but don't let somebody go down there and do things when that's happening. It's not okay. Number three, simple question: Trump or Biden? Uh, I'll say neither. Don't care about either one of them um, But if I had to choose one I guess it would be Biden Because Trump's an embarrassment um, And <laughs> Biden's kind of an embarrassment too though So Biden's that creepy uncle That you don't leave your kids with And Trump is just that creepy uncle That you don't leave your kids with So this is our choice We did it again Last time was Trump and Hillary Ah, uh, What the fuck <sighs> You know, looking back, I'm like Well, damn, like Obama and freaking McCain Was a good one But Obama and and Dole was okay Or not Dole, um, Romney was like Actually good choices compared to the last Two fucking elections we've had It's garbage, but Trump's probably going to win Just because That's just how the world works right now, you know Um, You'll watch Fox News and they'll be like Hey, uh, you know Biden's winning and we got to rally behind it And it's like Fuck, they're going to do it again FMK, which I imagine means fuck, marry, kill. Billy Eilish, Hillary Clinton, speak of the devil, or share. So I have to fuck one, marry one, and kill one. Who who came up with this list? Billy, who is this? I don't even have a name next to. Oh, Justin. Justin, what the fuck are you? Who the hell is Billy Eilish? Is that the girl who didn't know who Van Halen was? I have no 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 use for her. Um, I guess they're all rich. So they'd be, if I had, fuck, who I? I don't want to fuck Hillary. I mean, Billie Ellis is probably the, I imagine she's young. I hear she, is she under 18 though? I don't want to say I'm going to fuck Billie Eilish and she's like, you know, nine years old. I have no fucking idea who she is. I think I've heard a couple songs. I, I don't know who she is though. So I'm going to go ahead and fuck Cher because she still looks good in like her nineties or whatever, however old she is. I'll fuck Cher. I'll marry Hillary Clinton because she's fucking loaded rich and Bill gets to fuck anybody he wants anyway. So he'll have, you know, I'll have free range to do whatever I need to do. You know, lay the pipe on Hillary once in a while, I guess. It doesn't say I have to fuck her, just marry her. So I'll just marry Hillary Clinton. She's actually kind of a cool person, criminal, but still a cool person. And then I'll kill Billie Eilish because I don't fucking know who she is and it won't matter to me that she's gone all right. Question five from another person named Jamie top three things you'll miss about quarantine. That's a good question. Um, the availability to just be creative at home and coming up with things to pass my time, um, which is really not much different than when I'm not on the road and home anyway. So I, I can't really think of. Oh, I, actually, I got some great uh, answers for that. I'm going to miss the lack of traffic. I'm going to miss the gas prices and I'm going to miss people, you know, covering their fucking mouths and washing their hands, uh, which they should always have done. That's what I'm going to miss about this whole thing, not just the quarantine, but just this whole thing that's going on. Uh, Logan wants to know, how has COVID-19 affected your business? (laughs) It's fucking killed it, man. Not only are you assholes, you know, canceling your subscriptions because you can't handle that $5 a month. And I get it, okay? It's all lean times, okay? But I didn't cancel anything that's supporting my friends' businesses. So fuck you people if you have. I'm sick of that shit. Uh, it's canceled a bunch of my trips. Uh, we're supposed to be, uh, I've complained about it for weeks now. I'm um, supposed to be all over Florida and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Vegas. Um, that's just the last month and a half that we were supposed to be in all those places. And um, yeah, so it's shut the fuck up, cat. Jesus Christ, you're just sitting there staring at me and meowing. There's no reason for it. You have water. You have food. Your cat box is clean. You snuggled me for eight fucking hours last night. Shut the fuck up. She's fucking lost it, dude. This cigar. I swear to God, it ruins my cat's brain. I'm going I have to hide it. She's addicted. She's a fucking addict. Maybe I shouldn't put that for product placements. Don't get that. It'll break your cat. Anyways, I forgot that what the hell I was talking about. Oh, the yeah, my business is in the shitter right now, but with the relaunching on all the platforms and the new advertising campaign that we got planned up, hopefully it'll pick it right back up. So, uh, last question. Um, oh my god, she's fucking high, dude. She's a stoner cat. She's looking at me like all cross-eyed. I mean, she's a Siamese to begin with, but she's just staring at me and meowing. The window's right there. Are you freaked out by the giant fern? What? What? Are you my interview for this week? Oh, my goodness. She's out of it, man. She's got that look in her head. She's fucked up. She's staring at the plants like, whoa, these things are cool, man. <laughs> She's gone, dude. Okay, I know you don't want to hear cat material here. This is not why we're talking about it. Uh, will you take... The vaccine, uh, question number seven, Will you take the vaccine when it's out? I don't get vaccinated. I I know you're going to be pissed off at me. Oh, my God. I've not had a flu shot or a vaccination or any of the shots in probably 15 years. And I still only get sick two days a year. So, I mean, no, I won't. Sorry. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to wear a mask and I'm not going to do that. Okay. If I get sick, then it's my own damn fault. I'm not going to get anybody else sick. Trust me. I don't see anybody. So I'm not doing it unless I do get sick and then I have to do it. So it's what the fuck ever. I don't know what to do. Nobody knows what to do, but that's my choice. It's my body. I don't want that shit inside of it. They fucked me enough in the army with all those anthrax shots and all the garbage they stuck in my body at that point, all the inoculations, and they literally run you through a line and shoot both of your fucking arms full of God knows what. Any anthrax one that's going to be in my body For the rest of my life I think I'm okay Anyway um, I'm supposed to do this Interview here With my buddy Ankeet I like saying his name Ankeet And I can't Find Ankeet So I don't know if we're doing it or not man. I'm just going to call his ass see what happens He's a first responder, so maybe it's like he's saving somebody's life right now. And I'm like, dude, are we doing this interview or not? Ankeet Shukla. Shukla. I like this guy a lot, though. Real cool dude. He's not answering the phone, though. Wait. Ankeet? Hey, Brandon. What are you doing, man? You sound like you're sleeping. I thought you were saving lives.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm off today. I'm just doing some writing.
0: Oh, well, you're on a podcast right now. I didn't give you any warning.
1: Oh, shoot. Darn it. (laughs) Right? Well, at least it's not a video, so you know you didn't blindside me totally.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not a video podcast. It's not a vlog. It's a silly little radio (laughs) show that I try to con people into listening to, and it works. You have Um, one of these.
1: It's more than that. You're doing great stuff. You're doing great stuff for the media.
0: I'm doing God's work. <laughs> you have a podcast, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I have well, a couple. I'm, uh,
0: we'll plug good. all your stuff before yeah. we start talking.
1: Oh, sure, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I do um, one of my podcasts is the Live Better Daily Show. It can be fo- uh, found on um, artistverse.com through Artistverse Radio. And, um, yeah, I've been doing that for a couple of years now. And I know you've been a guest on there several times.
0: The best were, guest you've had, fun. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, especially when I put up your picture, man, the ladies just come flocking.
0: And the guys. I mean, it's everybody.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, hey, we don't discriminate, right? Not at all. Yeah, and, um, yeah, there's there's this new podcast I started just for fun. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're, of course, you would know about the Karate Kid trilogy from back in the 80s, right?
0: You kidding me? Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's. I just got one of their Funko Pops.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's this new series that started a couple years ago called the Cobra Kai series. And it's kind of a continuation of that whole... Saga and that trilogy from the back in the eighties, and um, it kind of gives you a little bit more of a perspective of the of Johnny Lawrence's side and what he went through and his mindset. So it's a great series, and I just um, just for fun because I, I noticed that a lot of people love talking about the show. I started a podcast um, related to the Cobra Kai series as well. Nice. So that's something I do a couple couple of times a month too.
0: Finding a niche it's awesome. market, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, it's also through ArtistFirst.com and. Beyond that, yeah, I um, I do a lot of writing. I have several books published. Talk about those books. A lot of that. What's that?
0: Talk about those books because I've uh, I enjoyed one of them, and I'm looking forward to doing enjoying more of them.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So my I started writing books in 2013. My first one was the motivational book. Uh, it was called "Don't Live the Good Life, Live the Better Life." Um, and you know, I just talk about how you know it's important to not be stagnant in life, not be Content, not um, just accept things as good, but always go for better in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, eventually I got hooked up with a publisher through various events that I was doing, and that inspired me to write a lot more books. So I've written a couple of books about my nursing career, healthcare. I wrote a book regarding that controversy surrounding Apu a couple of years ago.
0: From The Simpsons.
1: Um, I, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Apu from The Simpsons. There was this controversy going on where. You know, an Indian-American comedian and a few others jumped on board. We're talking about Apu being a um, a racist stereotype or at least an offensive stereotype, so to speak, if not racist. But um, I kind of challenged that narrative and said, hey, listen, um, I don't agree with that uh, and here's why. So, you know, it's a pretty cool book I put out there. It's I Love You, Apu. And um, everything's and, uh, available on that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You have more. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it, yeah it's, it is available through Amazon, and it's also available through the publishers at alpinelinepublishers.com. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun book. It's really short. It's only like 40 pages, and I just kind of give my narrative about it. So it was kind of fun to write. And then my most recent book was a, a children's book that I published um, back in 2019. It's called I Love Your Food. And the basis of that is um, that... You know, there's a several different kids from different backgrounds, and um, sorry, that's my computer. I apologize. Busy man. Um, I bet. I think. I think it's time to take my pills. But uh, <laughs> I. I, I uh, but yeah, it's uh, the main premise of that book is you know people coming together for the love of the same type of food, and it's kind of a it's a story about a bully who eventually you know learns to love people and. People learn a little bit more about his background and why he is the way he is. So it's, it's kind of a fun children's book that I wrote, and that's also available on Amazon or through the publisher. I'm working on several books right now. Um, considering the whole crisis going on right now, I'm kind of looking at writing some books related to that um, just from my own personal experience.
0: Well, let's do some role and, playing uh, real quick. Yeah. I'm going to be a guy. Who thinks COVID-19 is completely bullshit Okay It's a conspiracy It's uh, nonsense It's just a way to uh, lock down the global co- economy Lock down uh, all of us through martial law And you'll play Anki Chukla Who's in the healthcare industry And seeing all this firsthand. Okay, so I'll start off You ready? We're going to role play It's going to be fun Okay and I'm gonna do it a southern accent too because it, it seems to fit. All right, here we go. All right, now you listening to me? This is all 100% bullshit. It's a lie. If I've ever heard one, it's a lie. This in 9/11. Okay, now listen to me. Listen to me. Whatever the hell your name is, you can't. <laughs> you can't tell me that uh, any of this is legit. This is all just the standard flu or respiratory. They're they're, they're hiking up the numbers trying to scare us through the media and I know it and I know goddamn well Obama's behind it.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, sir, um, I understand your concern and first of all, I'm just going to kind of dismiss the Obama comment because he's been out of office for several years and uh, I don't think he has anything to do with this particular crisis but, um, You know, I'm gonna. uh, I just want to let you know. I do understand your opinion. I understand that we've got a lot of different information and misinformation from all sorts of backgrounds.
0: Not from Trump, you know.
1: And honestly, I haven't had time to decipher all of it. But I understand your concern, and I understand that there's been a lot of different information coming from all different viewpoints. Even experts can't seem to agree, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories coming out about how this virus is fake and it's you know not as bad as people as it seems or it's not any worse than the flu i will say we don't currently know how bad the virus is we're still learning and i think we don't won't really know its impact until the future but i will say all i can say is i i know i know what i've seen in the hospital um i've seen people you know, in, in most cases, they were older and had a lot of other comorbidities. And this virus really did push them over the edge and caused them to have extreme respiratory issues, caused them to be on ventilators. Some people recovered. Many didn't. Um, you know, for the most part, you know, young, younger people that were healthy that did get it either didn't know or had symptoms, may needed to be hospitalized for a little bit, but then recovered but also there were several young people that died. You know, That's all I can say for you, bud, is I've seen a lot of tragedy working in the healthcare profession. I've never seen anything like this before. I know me personally, I've been scared going in and worrying if I'm going to catch something, but still I'm willing to go in as long as they provide me the protection I need, which they barely have been because I've had to reuse my... Personal and protective equipment on numerous occasions So all I can say is Hey, I know what I've seen And whether or not I'm going to convince you otherwise um, Whatever, but I know what I've seen And that's enough for me I know that's kind of a diplomatic answer But hey, that's my style
0: <laughs> Okay, he left He, he got a new uh, Trump 2020 bumper sticker And he needs to go put that on his truck Alright So he's gone <laughs> uh, So what um, <laughs> What do you, uh, what, what are some of the stupidest things that you've heard uh, pertaining to everything? I mean, of, of course, you know, Trump saying you have to drink disinfectants. And, you know, I mean, you know, and that could even get blown out of proportion a little bit. I'm sure he meant something different, but he's a moron, so he didn't really uh, know how to word that. But. It's what are some of the dumbest things that you've heard either, you know, from people that have caused this or how to treat this or, you know, things just surrounding this whole situation?
1: Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because I haven't. uh, Truthfully, I haven't had a lot of public interaction with people like personally about it. I mean, I've kind of heard through the grapevines of what the media has been saying. But again, I've been. I haven't been too indebted in that, but I, you know, I've heard of, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what's, like, the
0: weirdest thing I've heard, and, um... do you think it came from somebody eating a bat in China, or do you think it came from a, you know, a laboratory, or do you think it's a a virus, like, offense, like an assault, uh, like a a pandemic war type of thing, uh, platform type of thing, or...
1: I will say this. I mean, I think that I don't, I'm not denying that the pandemic or the actual virus is very deadly, especially with certain segments of the population. I am starting to question exactly how it was released, like how it was, it only targeted, it seemed to target only like, you know, certain areas of the world. Like there are certain areas of the world, especially surrounding areas outside of Wuhan, that were not affected i think like uh shanghai and again correct me if i'm wrong about this but this was the last time i heard but like cities like shanghai which geographically are not that far from wuhan were not affected and then suddenly there are certain areas of the world that were so it it can lead me to believe some of the at least kind of consider some of the theories out there of wait you know was this some type of warfare was this uh You know, I'd like to believe that it was just the narrative of, hey, some people ate a, people were eating live bats and they caused, you know, somehow caused this virus to spread in certain areas just based on travel. Um, So that's the narrative I want to believe. But, hey, I'm not uh, (laughs) – I'm kind of not um, totally dismissing some of the weird conspiracy theories out there that are like, hey, you know, maybe this was a a targeted – Warfare was this a was this released from a laboratory and I don't want this to turn out to be like hey I'm I'm
0: um, you have to question everything you can't just dismiss uh, something like that because there's animosity between nations what better way you're not going to beat the United States militarily (laughs) you can't do it. Unless you get so lucky that it's on an astronomical scale, you can't do it. Our military budget and our military itself is you know 16 times bigger than the next military to include China. so its it's, it's insanity. you know we'd wipe China off the mat. But if China wanted to destroy our economy and they wanted to kill you know a few hundred thousand of us in the, in the process, which is a damn good number, yeah, then it's the best yeah, oh, it's yeah. the best way to do it. So I mean, yeah,
1: and you know, it's a, yeah, and, and you know, I don't, I don't want this to turn into oh, we're trying to target like Chinese people. No, no, we're not doing that. We're talking about specifically the government. Oh, these are governments. the people running the there. Yeah, I've said and that a thousand a times, times over. Whether it's
0: people. whether it's Iran or whatever yeah. country it is those people don't deserve you know to die or be you know the people of Iran are amazing you know I mean they're um, I've never met anybody from Iran or the Middle East period that wasn't just absolutely amazing no matter what their culture their religion any of that stuff is so I mean they're better people than us in a lot of ways and uh, you know I'm not talking about the people of China I, I Got amazing friends that are Chinese And that's that's what you're not supposed to say Nowadays like oh I I got a black friend You know but uh, (laughs) Like you you're my Indian friend I got an Indian friend They were great you know but you have to question Everything you have to at least Exercise the conspiracy Theories in your brain And uh, because you know It may be true we're still Working on JFK for crying out loud Exactly
1: so it's hard to It's hard for me to pinpoint exactly what the Weirdest thing I've heard I've All I know, I'm just, I'm one of those, hey, I'll show up to work as long as you guys provide me the protection I need. And that's been my biggest thing is, my biggest conspiracy theory, Brandon, um, one thing I will tell you about is here. When the CDC first came out with its recommendations about PPE, I mean, they're talking about, hey, the N95, you got to wear the N95, blah, blah, blah. Explain what that is real quick. The N95, it's a specialized... It, basically, it's a, it's a specialized mask. It's, it's specially fitted on your face. It's very tight. So, you know, those of you who have issues with a regular mask in public, uh, try that N95 for even a few minutes. I can't do it. see how that I was just and talking about that. I got I, some
0: masks I, in the mail. I, can't do them.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I've worn it for about 10, 12 hours straight. So... Um, it's it's very tight. It's specially fitted to fit very snug on your face, and it's supposed to protect basically against any you know aerosol respiratory diseases, all of that. You know anything that might be in the air that you could breathe in. You know like we use it for before this we used it a lot for suspected TB patients um, and things like that, and then they started using it for coronavirus. Uh, My whole issue with this was when it first came out, the CDC and, you know, a lot of people were just pushing that whole N95. You got to wear the N95, the N95. And then suddenly we were running out of certain segments of the country, at least, were running out of supplies. And we were like dangerously low on those masks. And And then suddenly the CDC came out with a new recommendation that a a lot of hospitals followed that, hey, oh, a surgical mask is acceptable. That's just like a regular mask you would wear almost every day. And um, we're, we're just kind of like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. It just sounded too convenient to me that all of a sudden you're making these changes. I mean, and listen, it's possible that with more research, they may have realized the N95 is not necessary, but I'm not buying it. I've heard, and you've probably heard stories about various nurses around the country quitting or refusing to work because they did not have those N95 masks. I fully support those nurses because, hey, at this time, the hospitals have provided me with that. And as long as they do, I will continue to show up to work. But once those are not available and the hospital does not have the ability to give me the protection I need during these times, especially I'm in the room as a dialysis nurse, I'm in the room with the patients for COVID-positive patients for four or five hours at a time. I'm not sitting in there with only a surgical mask. Sorry,
0: I'm not yeah. doing it. And I was just talking about how all of the people that are, you know, wearing these homemade masks and all this stuff, you know, to the, wherever they're going outside, they don't work. They're not they're not what they're supposed to be. You know, you can't just put, you know, a, a T-shirt sleeve over your face and expect it to work. It's not it's not what it's not it. it's not how this thing works. So it's you know, and it doesn't escape anything coming from you and it doesn't you know block anything from coming in. They, they do not work. You have to be snug around the face. There has to be a seal in order for these things to work. And they don't have those. So it's, uh, yeah, it's all bullshit. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm in that class of human that has to question every single thing. And I think you are as well. And you'll discover that half of the, the absolutes are usually bullshit.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very hard to tell because you want to believe the experts and what they're telling you.
0: The experts you are working for people. It.
1: Right, exactly, and then you gotta, but then, you know, when you have other experts contradicting other experts, it's like, you know, how do you know what side you're on? You know, I I will say, Brandon, um, one thing I want to tell people, of course, there's, there are people out there that are protesting idiotically and having ridiculous demands, but also, at the same time, this virus really caught us off guard, and I'm, I'm blessed that I was continue, able to continue working, um, and, you know, I, I really feel bad for those people who lost their jobs, lost their livelihoods, or losing their businesses, don't know how they're going to feed their kids, don't know if they're going to end up homeless next you
0: month. Are you are know, talking I, I to one crazy. right now. <laughs> uh, I, I really do. Yeah, it's, it's a bitch. Yeah, it's you know, a real bitch, man. But it, the thing is, is like. I'm curious to see where we're going to be in a year. How, what the long-term effects of this is going to be. Will it just be a Facebook memory or will it be something that changes society like 9-11 did or, you know, like other things have, like world wars have changed everybody? What is the end game here? Is there an end game here? Is this something we have to live with from now, from now on? So what do you think?
1: I'd say, the, I'd say for at least the next several years, things are going to change. Maybe even the next decade at least it may be something like the spanish flu where people were on heightened alert i think for a few years and then other stuff started happening and it kind of went by the wayside but i think for at least the next few years we are going to be on very heightened alert and who knows since we have so much more access to information all the time and if we know that you know we this might be something that changes the world forever who knows i mean And I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to take a reasonable amount of precautions every day to protect myself. Hey, I'll wash my hands regularly. I do anyway. I, um, you know, but if you expect me to live in a bubble the rest of my life, I'm not going to do that.
0: You don't (laughs) want to have a society of hamster wheels around here? That'd be fantastic. Those little hamster bubbles, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We could just be bumping into each other. Hey.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you joining me, brother. You stay safe and, uh, you know, you're my favorite, uh. You're my favorite uh, uh, Indian man. <laughs> oh, perfect, thanks, bud. <laughs> we can say racist things to each other because it's funny. That's what, that's what friends do. Oh,
1: of course, yeah, of course. But you know, I,
0: hey, I love and guess what? I way. love your food too. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. It's the best food. Uh, th- thank you. <laughs> oh, the Indian food. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: Next time you're of in course. town, I have to take you to a place called Shri Ganesh. My buddy Raj owns it, yeah. and he's uh, he's my he's Neponese, so he's my second favorite person from that area.
1: <laughs> well, I'm happy to be your first, and you know, Brandon, I just want to say, like, um, thank. First of all, thanks for letting me have you on. One thing I want to bring to people's attention: there's been a lot of videos going around about nurses making TikTok videos, and certain places, and people get the perception that um, the hospitals aren't as busy as we're led on to believe. Certain, yeah, there are many areas in the country where hospitals aren't busy because they've Got rid of elective procedures for now and I don't know if that's related to hey because of lockdown and because of all of that but there are also certain areas of the country like where I am where we are worried every day when we go in whether we're going to have the proper PPE to protect ourselves you know we're having a lot of you know COVID positive and COVID rule out patients and you know we're reusing our gowns all day uh, when we're supposed to be disposing them after every use, masks, same thing, and 95s—they're technically only viable for up to eight hours, and not when they're moist. But you know, nurses are reusing those day after day. It's ridiculous. I mean, it really is. When you look at it from that perspective, it—it it really is. And we, many healthcare workers, are putting themselves at risk um, with this virus, especially since we don't fully know what it is yet.
0: How do we help? Um, How do we help uh, you guys?
1: Would you Yeah.
0: How do we help you guys?
1: Um, I mean... Or can we? I get... I mean, uh... You know, maybe look for donation sites where people can, um... You know, if there's a way that people can donate, um, PPE or provide funds to help with PPE. I don't know if there's a way we can, um... You know, hospitals that are overloaded with PPE and have no idea what to do with it, maybe... I mean, it would be great if that could be rationed out to other places like New York or Southern California where it is needed, Um, you know, but yeah, just, you know, your guys' support and your thank yous mean a lot. And like I said, as long as the hospital administrators and who the powers that be provide us with our protection that we need, you know, most of us are still going to show up and do our work.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you, man, and I thank you for joining me. And uh, we'll talk offline, and uh, let's go get some food once the world opens back up.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, bud.
0: Be safe. That's my buddy, Ankeet. I like that guy. He's like my own personal Sanjay Gupta. Not just because he's a beautiful shade of brown, but just because he's uh, one of the smartest people that I know and one of the most awesome people that I know. And, uh, man, you know, it's it's easy for me to call it bullshit. It's easy... When you're not on the front line, you know, he's on the front line. Um, But then again, it's easy to bullshit, you know, the people that are on the front line as well. So ask any soldier that's been in any war. And this is a war. So I don't know why they don't. Maybe they are. I mean, if we're at war, we put everything towards that fucking war. And if this thing is legit, then we are at war with this tiny little fucking germ that's floating around in people's lungs. We should put everything we have towards it. Every dollar, everything we've got. And I know they've done some great things. The administrations, the people that lead this country, they've done some good things, uh, either on, whether on the federal or the state level. You've done good. You know, no one can. And I'm saying this as if everything's legit. No one can really predict anything like this. No one can be ready for anything like this. So anybody that says, "Ah, oh, you guys should have been ready and you should have. You can't. OK. What if it was something even worse? What if it's something that you smell and then you die, like right there? You know, you know. people just need to shut the fuck up, wait, do the just-in-case thing, and uh, just listen to my meat. Give me the meat! Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat?! Okay, it's the main topic, it's the meat of the episode That's why we call it the meat I'm going to put my meat inside of your ears That's right, you're going to absorb My meat, my big, thick meat It's all yours, it's all yours for the consuming Right now, here it is, I'm offering it to you Putting it on the table, there's a big slab of meat My meat, right there Ingest it, love it, learn to love it It's the meat And we're going to do a top five awful things And a top five amazing things About 2020, thus far It's only May 8th It's a beautiful Thursday here in Colorado Springs Like I said, the window's open I see the flag at the nearby bank over there Like blowing sideways because it's a nice breeze It's fantastic My cat is stoned Uh, I got a nice big bowl of chili in my system And some uh, caramel flavored coffee That I made here in the little Keurig machine And uh, and got to talk to my friend Ann Key Got to talk to my friend Heather This has been a good fun episode so far I'm happy with it so far uh, lots of stuff coming up. Lots of fun stuff coming up. I'm going to get my fat ass into shape. And uh, right now, I'm giving you my meat. Here it is. I think we're going to do this. Like, I'm going to say, I'm going to end off on a positive. So I'm going to start with an awful thing. And then I'm going to go to an awesome thing. Back and forth. So, and these are in no particular order whatsoever. But it's just the top five awesome and the top five awful things that have happened thus far, in my opinion, in 2020. Starting off with in the Awful care, uh. Category I, I don't know how Alex Trebek does his shit He's just a, Years and years, I don't think he's ever had a flub I guess I need cue cards That would that would work And Then I'd need somebody to hold the cue cards yeah, Anyway um, Number five, Australia bushfires So It wasn't as bad As the media, of course And we're going to talk about them in a second uh, As the media, of course, made it out to be Like I remember seeing pictures that had the entire continent on fire. That was not the case, but it was really, really bad. Lots of animals, kangaroos, koala bears, anything that lives out there, the indigenous people, a lot of things died. Okay. And a lot of, uh, land and businesses and just, just, you know, society collapsed underneath that stuff. And they, you know, they came together. The world actually came together and, uh, we're on the other end of it now, so that's good, but at the same time, it's still a burnt country, and uh, let's hope that in, you know, not the not-so-distant future, they can be back to 100%, so that was shitty, hated to see that, I hate to see burning koala bears, who the fuck posted that, I don't know who it was, or why they would share that, yes, we understand, our sympathy was already there, you don't have to show people uh, koala bears burning, okay, asshole, anyways. Um, awesome. Number five art. Holy shit, people. Let me go ahead and talk about you real quick. Ever since we've been locked in quarantined, whatever you want to call it. Ever since this whole trendy virus thing came out, people have been forced to be creative and artistic in their homes and doing what they're doing. I talked to, uh, last couple weeks ago, I talked to, uh, Mike Stevenson goat and my tattoo artist. He can't open his shop right now. Uh, I think it's just now getting ready to be reopened. But at that point, you know, two weeks, three weeks ago, however long it was, he decided to just start painting and selling his stuff online. That's what I'm talking about. Even you know, just someone dancing or being goofy or being funny or comedy skits or whatever they're doing. Myself, I started a freaking YouTube channel called Life of Brandon. Go there, subscribe. It's forced us all to just f- dig deep and say, okay. Uh, let's do, let's do this thing that I've always wanted to do. Let's, you know, come up with something creative. Let's come up with something funny. And that is amazing. So that in 2020 has been the best year of my life that I've seen through society itself. Don't matter what color your skin is. Don't matter what God you believe in. Doesn't matter what sexual preference you have. None of it matters. Doesn't matter what your culture, your, whatever it is. We've all been creative and we've all been entertaining each other. And I hope, I hope that's a thing that just lasts forever. Number four, on the awful list. I'm using this as an overall assumption of this. this (laughs) I could just say stupid people, but I'm going to say the Tiger King. Son of a bitch. We are celebrating stupid motherfuckers because stupid motherfuckers entertain us. You've got to stop. You've got to stop glamorizing stupid untalented motherfuckers that are awful people you have to stop you have to stop glamorizing serial killers and awful people i'm not saying he's a serial killer but and i can even understand it i fucking watched it too i'm as guilty as you are we have to start supporting things that are positive and productive and and it takes talent instead of supporting and slowing down watching train wrecks. Okay, please. Can we t- at least try to do that? There's always going to be that Jerry Springer freaking audience out there. And this is, <laughs> they're clamoring for something and, and they found the tiger King. So <sighs> you guys got to stop, man. You have to stop this shit. Uh, like, you know, even the Royal family, like uh, we're taking our break from the, our duties as the Royal family Who gives a fucking shit. You're a bunch of rich people. Uh, you, oh, just, Hmm. Okay positive let's go positive Proof of UFOs I know that could be in the negative thing Because you know, a lot of people try to fear monger And try to scare us but no If you've got the military out there Going beneath You know the, the the Going beneath their orders basically To not talk about this stuff And claiming that there's real UFOs out there I mean it could all be bullshit of course But that's huge And in any other period of existence, that would be like the top story of, of the the world. Like (laughs) everyone would be talking about that. You know, it would be the top story, but this is the Trump era where everything is just, you know, taken with a grain of salt, like literally, well, we got a virus. Okay. (laughs) That's it. Oh, there's UFOs. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There's UFOs yeah. Oh, Tiger King's on Oh, there's a new episode Yeah! That's fucking society right now Okay, number three On the awful things in 2020 It's a fucking election year The one good thing about this though With all the virus stuff The ads have not been crazy The debates haven't been crazy Yes, it's between Trump and 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 fucking Biden And I've already talked about this a little bit Biden in my opinion edges out Trump by a literal pubic hair distance I I don't give a flying fuck about either one of them I don't want either one of them in the race I'm gonna run I swear to god I'm gonna run I wish I could run against Trump that'd be amazing I would decimate that man I mean oh, oh Biden oh Biden <laughs> Biden seems like oh just fucking just stop touching people okay I mean I wanted to like you just be a cool badass, but he comes off as a senile old fucking child molester. What the fuck? And it's all bullshit. It's attack campaigns. I don't believe this terror Reid chick. Uh, she's just some fucking tool, you know, for the opposition. I get all that. But there's video of him that's constantly touching people. Stop doing that. Oh fuck And then there's just Trump That's all I'm gonna say Like (laughs) Nothing shocks humans anymore Because we've had this Fucking asshole In the goddamn White House For three and a half years now And nothing shocks us anymore And that's the plan Make it so bad That the least bit of good Is shocking And then when it's really bad It's not that shocking Fuck He was impeached And it meant nothing Nothing At all He was impeached uh, just like when Clinton was impeached for getting a blow job for fuck's sake. I mean, there's other things you could have impeached Clinton for. Trust me, ask any inner city, but uh, fuck, it just doesn't mean he is a waste of money and a waste of time. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Number uh, three from the awesome medical technology. Yeah. This year has been absolutely fucking incredible. They've cured the second person. They've cured someone with HIV. Cured them. They do not have HIV or AIDS anymore. Cured them. Break that story in the late 80s, okay? Biggest story in the world. Nobody even knows that right now. I had to dig for it. I was like, holy shit, that happened? Ebola in the Congo in Africa? They've released their last patient. Nobody has Ebola anymore over there that's under medical care. Unbelievable. They're coming up with vaccines for this COVID-19 thing. Awesome. Hurry the fuck up. And uh, like paralyzed people, the technology that's breaking through right now for those who are paralyzed is incredible. There may be a time in my lifetime in the next 35, 40 years that, you know, once you're paralyzed, you can be fixed and it's all happening now. So yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. 2020. That's what's happening right now. Good. Let's go back to the shitty list. Awful things in 2020. Number two. The fear campaigns, our governments and our owners, our corporate owners have figured out that fear campaigns work. They do. They know how to, they know how to just absolutely mind fuck our society. And not just our society, the global society. They know how to do that. Now this COVID-19 thing is they've locked down the world. Okay. They know that they can do that now. Do you want to talk about murder hornets? First of all, they're called Japanese giant hornets. They're not murder hornets. I think I already talked about this. Fuck. Yeah, it's a fear campaign. Put it out there. Let us spread it around ourselves. They can control us at any times. Even me. Fuck, man. They can take our businesses from us. They can do whatever the fuck they want to if we don't follow what they say to do. Probably even kill us. But yeah, the fear campaigns, unbelievable. How about the whole Iran thing when we bombed that dude and fucking, uh, you know, they started shooting missiles at our bases and nothing ever came of that. Imagine if Hillary Clinton was in office at that point, if she won the election and they shot missiles at an American military base in Iraq and we didn't do anything about it. And yes, this all does fall under the fear campaign because they want to scare us, and we're afraid of going to war with Iran. We would decimate Iran, and Iran knows it. You can't fuck with the American military. That's not me being patriotic. That's me being realistic because of our budget. Anyways, fear campaigns all time high. It's the worst thing I think that's happening in uh the in our in our culture. Period. <sighs> Even the number one in the awful list is a. Uh, Byproduct of fear campaigns So anyways number two And the awesome things That are happening in 2020 Or have happened already in 2020 Animals Yes when humans go away The animals reclaim the land And that is what's happening in a lot of countries And a lot of areas period Uh, Animals are coming back And animal adoption rates are Through the roof I talked about this on the good news On my YouTube channel life of Brandon Look it up subscribe Uh People need a, you know, they can't hang out with humans, so they go out and get a dog. They go out and get a cat. They go out and get a bird. They get a gerbil, whatever it is. They get a bunny wabbit. Get a horse. Animal adoption uh, rates are, like, tripled since all of this garbage has been happening, and that's awesome for the animals. And, uh, yeah, animals all over the world, if they could vote on quality of life at the moment, it has gone up. Their approval ratings have gone way up, but unfortunately, they can't vote, so... Uh, take my word for it. And for the number one awful thing, of course, that has happened in 2020, a little bit before 2020, because it is called COVID-19, which stands for coronavirus in 2019. There wasn't 18 coronas before this. OK. God damn you people. Um, yeah. COVID-19. Number one awful thing that's happened in 2020. Uh, Not just to talk about, you know, if, and this is all if, okay, if this is all legit. I don't know if it is. Like I've said many times, half of my brain is a conspiracy theorist. The other half of my brain is like, okay, let's just fucking just in case it. The death rate, you know, we're talking almost 80,000 people or something like that. A few hundred thousand infected. Uh, That's awful. That's sad. It's uh. You know, businesses are shutting down or just losing their asses in the process. A lot of businesses just get loan opportunities which they have to pay back later. So that's just going to put them in debt just to stay there, to keep their doors open. They have to go in debt. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, fuck anybody who's in charge of that stuff. The social distancing thing, which I actually like. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, we, our society is ruined this year. Our, everything that we've taken for granted, every, everything that we hold sacred has just been ruined. Whether you're a business owner, or a family person, uh, anybody who's been related to anybody who's been killed by this thing, it, it sucks. So, yeah, quarantining, <laughs> come on, wearing masks, you know, people hoarding over fucking toilet paper and, and hand sanitizer and shit. These are things that have happened, okay? We're gonna look back on this time and be like, unfucking believable. Let's not get there again, please. <sighs> So yeah, that's the worst thing that's happened in 2020, obviously, but let's flip it over and end off on a good note. What is some of the, what's the best thing that's happened in 2020 COVID-19 now I'm not talking about people who's lost loved ones. I'm not talking about people who are, you know, seriously sick. I'm talking about the silver linings. Okay. There's been some silver linings that have just been positive beyond all measures for humanity. Not only just a, a higher level of health care and, and uh, hygiene, washing your hands, covering your mouth when you cough or sneeze, no shit like that. Showering more often, <laughs> you know, I mean, just being a healthier people. Absolutely. That's a positive um, people coming together. Like I talked about earlier, the art, the artistic uh, nature of everybody, the creativity, the productivity, the charity has brought our society closer together Even though we're stuck apart That's amazing It took something like this to do it It sucks But it's amazing that finally You know We're coming together as a species As opposed to You know Everyone looking out for themselves And and, and I know it's not everybody There's still plenty of assholes out there And there's plenty of us That are sometimes assholes And sometimes amazing I get that It's all different shades of grey We can't judge people on their actions All their act- One action it Has to be judged on all their actions and, and for the most part, though, if you go online and we've embraced this thing, we've made this part of our culture and we dealt with it. We overcame it. We're still overcoming it. I think that's amazing that we're that uh, adjustable, we're that durable, that we can just say, OK, <laughs> let's just do this and get this thing over with. That, makes, that gives me hope for humanity It really does So my kids never asked me one question about it So it's not affecting kids that much That I'm aware of It's not, you know, we're just doing our thing Kids are happy to be out of school You know, a lot of people are happy to be out of work You know, they've tried to, you know Pay us and keep us afloat It's an incredible time It really is um, the environment is clearing up I mean, the smog is going away over big cities, which I'm sure will come right back as soon as we open things up, but it's, uh, good for the environment, good for animals, good for just our souls, good for, you know, our creativity, good for art. And like I've said before, um, I think we should do it once a year. Why not close down the fucking world for a goddamn month? Let the oceans get clean. Let the sky get clean. Let us get healthier. Let's have a mental just relaxation period. Just one month. We need this. I know business owners and I'm a business owner too, but may not agree with me, but there's not, there's, there's cons to every pro. Okay. We know that we're not going to agree on anything or anything. I think it's a great idea. And that's the number one and the number one, the number one awful and the number one amazing thing that's happened in uh, 2020 is COVID-19. I mean, gas prices are way down, which I'm sure they're going to shoot right back up. But some of the honorable mentions for awful, I mean, Kobe Bryant, Brexit, you know, canceled events and things like that. But, you know, I'm not short citing any of that stuff. But at the same time, it's uh, it's only a top five list, people. I'm sure I could do a top 20 if I really wanted to do it. But. It's already getting kind of long, man, and it's time, I think, that I need to relax and take these headphones off and give myself a happy ending. Now, it's time for the happy. Okay, by now you know what my happy ending is. It's me talking about all the shit that I'm doing. I already talked to uh, talked to you about Asai TV. You can get it right now at AsaiTV.com. Coming back to Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You've got Netflix. You've got Hulu. You've got Amazon Prime. You've got Disney+. Plus. You've got HBO Go. you got the WWE Network. you got all these different things. Add Asai TV to the mix as well. It's only 5 bucks a month. It's less than that cup of coffee, less than that delicious breakfast burrito that you're thinking about having this morning. I know that I was... Yeah, man, it's me. It's my life's work. OK, I film 90 percent of the shows on there and produce it. I host a couple of them. If you're listening to this podcast, there's no damn reason you need to be not watching a side TV. So also check out the uh, YouTube channel Life of Brandon that I've been talking about the entire episode. Uh, for some reason, it's kind of hard to find. I don't know. It's just called the Life of Brandon. Look it up. Uh, It's a picture of me with my hands on my head And a gray uh, beanie cap that says "Swifty" on it, that's the picture Or type in any of the shows that are on there Look up Pop Goes Brandon Look up Driving and Bitching Look up Go There Eat That Look up Alone in the Dark Look up Make Me Like Rap Make Me Like Country, The Good News Uh, And pretty soon the uh, Holy Crap I'm Fat thing (laughs) Which I'm looking forward to getting going Um, Yeah, there's all kinds of shit on there, man I think you'll really like it So, uh I'm taking a break from the wrestling podcast right now for all you wrestling fans out there, just because I don't, f- I don't fucking feel like it. Honestly, I got a lot of other things in the fire right now that I'm more excited about, so I'm going to take a break from the nine-mile drive wrestling podcast. Um, give me something big to talk about, and then I'll bring it back. But right now, I'm going to take it off, take it off the the back burner for a couple weeks, and uh, stick it in the freezer, thaw it out later, and uh, you know when it's exciting to me again. I'm not going to do something if I'm not excited about doing it. Wrestling is kind of taking a back seat. And I just haven't been that excited about it lately. I still watch it every week, but at the same time, I'm just yeah, you know. Sometimes they say if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's that's where I'm going at with that. My book that I wrote with my son, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles, is available on Amazon uh, right now. Go check it out. It's cheap, great book for any kid seven to fifteen or an adult uh, that likes to read. Uh, it's an inspirational story. I think you'll like it. Uh, my band, One-Eyed Buffalo, you can look up the last album, Last Room on the right. It's on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I want to talk about. Get Aside TV, man. Check out the YouTube channel. I'm really proud of a lot of the stuff that's on there. And uh, hopefully pretty soon we'll get to start doing these charity events again. Uh, we got to do the Chocolate and Cheese Expo over again because the last one was in the early days of the COVID-19 breakout. So, um Didn't didn't have a chance to really do that one right We're talking about doing a comic-con thing here up in October hopefully we can start booking that Again and uh, if you're in the Colorado area please Keep an eye on that well Thank you so much for listening to the Brandon Bishop podcast I love every single one of you I want To kiss you all right on the mouth uh, whether You're wearing a mask or not and uh, Yeah this has been Fun this has been a fun episode I'm pretty proud Of this one so I'm glad you uh, Hung out and uh, We'll see you next time